0: I'm Joe Morgenstern, the film critic of The Wall Street Journal. The suits have taken over the Iron Man franchise, not the corporate suits, though Iron Man 3 is so incoherent that it might have been written by a particularly quarrelsome committee. I mean the robotic suits. The movie is obsessed by them. Tony Stark, the super smart industrialist, played once again by Robert Downey Jr., has his Mark 42 suit which comes when he calls it piece by piece anywhere in the world. Don Cheadle's Colonel Rhodey Rhodes has his Iron Patriot suit, which is actually a war machine suit with upgrades and fresh paint. In fact, Tony himself is obsessed by the suit, so he keeps building new ones. They give him a sense of security and promise relief from the anxiety attacks he's been having since his near disaster at the end of The Avengers last year. But the third iteration of a franchise that began so wonderfully well becomes a hollow hymn to martial gadgetry. The suits and the story clank in unison. That's not to deny the distinctions of this huge production, which was directed by Shane Black. The computer animation is pretty astonishing, even the the 3D is mediocre. And the explosions are explosions, no matter what's being exploded. The film's greatest distinction is the spin it puts on its villainy, which involves not only Guy Pierce, as the malevolent entrepreneur Aldrich Killian, but Ben Kingsley as the Mandarin, an arch-villain unlike any other. To explain why he's unlike any other would spoil one of the few good surprises in the script which was written by Drew Pierce and the director. Let's just say that Kingsley, or Sir Ben, if you like, makes the Mandarin both frightening and terrifically funny. Tony refers to the character as Sir Lawrence Oblivion, and that the surprise is both enjoyable and oddly damaging to a dramatic structure that doesn't need more hollowness. In the first Iron Man, Downey was the only funny man. He was funny in a way that superheroes had never been. Hip, droll, sardonic, self-ironic. And his quick wit meshed beautifully with the movie's sophisticated style and elegant action. This time he settles for nervous and flip. He gets his laughs, but Tony's self-irony has been replaced by Downey's self-comment, and it doesn't help that the writing often depends on glib banter. There's no lack of energy throughout, even if much of it, like the acting, feels forced. Gwyneth Paltrow, who's back as Pepper Potts, has lost her cool but gained her own robotics and her own action sequence, which ends with casually absurd illogic. Iron Man 3 is an industrial enterprise fabricated for kids, and they'll eat it up just as eagerly as the Iron Giant's scarfed scrap metal. If you're not a kid, though, or if you want to keep your memories of the first Iron Man unsullied, beware of the buzz and hubbub and the glowing reviews. You know the story of the Emperor's new suit. I'm Joe Morganstern, I'll be back on KCRW next week with more reviews.